What is going on, guys? You're listening to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. I am your host, Jarrell. Thank you so much for checking it out. I would love to get your feedback on the show, so definitely reach out to me on all social media platforms. It's the same, at Jarrell GME. Tweet me, DM me, comment, let me know what you think. Or if you want to be on the show, hey, let me know. I would love to have you. And with that being said, enjoy today's show. Previously on the Good Men Exist podcast. Season two. So even with that being said, even with her making that statement that she made before she left, I still had to make a decision. And although my decision didn't entirely hinge on money bags, I knew that it was best for me to put some space in between all of us. So I made a decision that was unpopular, but it turned out to be the best in the end. And that decision was... wasn't the easiest decision to make not by any stretch of the imagination but i knew that it was the best decision to make so although a little bit of time had passed and sketchers had you know kind of gotten comfortable in a place that you know maybe she would like to have moved on from everything but as much as she might have been fine with that i knew that that wouldn't have been a beneficial move for her and that it wouldn't have been a beneficial move for me either. So one day I said, hey, I think it would be best if you think about moving. And by think about moving, I meant I think that you should move, right? Like you shouldn't you know, be here. You should be somewhere else where, where although it feels like you would be okay here, I know that you wouldn't be and I would only be a hindrance to other things that you wanted to do in life. And so she she listened to me, she heard me, and maybe one to two, maybe three days went by and I didn't really see any any action, you know, uh, with her looking for places or her going to see any places. So I felt like I kinda had to push the issue a little bit. So I said, hey, you should think about moving out by this date, right? And I think once, I framed it that way. She kind of got the hint to where she was like, oh, so this nigga really want me to move. Obviously, that's not anything she would ever say. But the face was like it said that. So, you know, she hopped on her laptop and she began to look for places. And she said, you know, and she said, hey, I want to go see this place. I think it was the next day or the day after. So I said, all right, cool. Well, listen, I'll go with you because it was kind of a basement apartment and I didn't feel entirely comfortable just letting her go see a place where other people resided by herself. So I was like, listen, I will go with you and we'll check it out. Right. So we go there. It was a weekday, something like that. And it was a military couple. But the wife, I want to say, was in the Navy and the husband was in the Marines. So most of the time the wife was in Norfolk, which from where he lived was maybe three plus hours, maybe four. And he stayed there with the daughter. So I was like, huh, I guess it's okay. I mean, like it is the daughter's still here. They seem normal. 
had pictures of the wife and stuff around the house. So um, we took a look at the space. The space seemed fine. Rent wasn't necessarily an issue. You know, she had money. So it was really more so about finding a place that she would be comfortable with. She would be comfortable in. And at the very least, she could live there through the rest of her school year. So she decided to go with this place. And, you know, it. it's, it's never anything that I'm happy to do. Like, I don't want to purposely put anyone in that position. But I knew in the long run with everything that had gone on that that was going to be the best decision for both of us. And so we got her stuff together, packed her all up. She moved within, I think it was a week or two. We got her settled in. You know, I, I checked on her. I'm a few times via text and call. I went over there a few times um, to make sure she was doing all right. So we kind of kept that going for, for a few months, man. You know, I didn't want her to just move and, you know, she didn't have any family up there. So I didn't want to just like dip and be like, all right, cool, deuces, you know. But outside of that, it was it was strictly on some friend stuff and, and uh, nothing, nothing really past that. And so I know I kind of told Skechers story without really telling you all why she got the nickname Skechers, right? So this episode pretty much wraps up Skechers in her entirety. To this day, we don't communicate outside of like once a year. The last time I, I, I spoke to her on more than um, just kind of like, hey, how you doing type of, you know, text. She's like, I met the guy that I really believe God has not not God is made for me, but God has for me or wants for me or something along those lines. And she was saying that he was so perfect. And, you know, I might have played him in football or something like that. But I mean, I don't know who I played. So uh, like I was like, yeah, cool. You know, she seemed really happy, man. And in turn kind of made me happy that she was able to find happiness. And I, I don't wish ill will to majority of people. Sometimes people just get what they have coming to them, you know, because they're just that kind of person. But in general, I, I want everybody to be happy. I want everyone to be successful in their own right. So I definitely root for everybody from afar. And so hearing that, like I said, I thought that was uh, pretty special for her and, and amazing for her to uh, have found that. So now I can, you know, tell you all why she got the name Skechers. It was nothing as... Uh, as as crazy as money bags but um so as a teacher right she always had attire that was teacher appropriate right that was where she spent majority of her time so by default that was majority of her wardrobe so when we went out it really wouldn't alter too much right so it would kind of always stay in line with the teacher aspect and don't get me wrong, I know that there are some teachers out there, maybe even some listening that has, you know, a little flair to their to their attire. Not her. It was all turtlenecks, loose jeans, and you guessed it, Skechers. Not just one pair of Skechers. Like she had three or four pair of Skechers and one pair of Nikes or something crazy like that. And not that there's anything wrong with Skechers. Like if you got Skechers on right now, hey, do you? But she taught, you know, elementary school. So I think I never confirmed this, but I think that she has so many pairs of Skechers because she was always having to run around with the kids, like grab them and sit them down and stuff. So maybe she just needed some excellent support for her feet at all times. Uh, how, however, you know, uh, when we go out, you know, it would be cool if she would have, you know, 
thrown on shit some tan i would take some tams you know uh uh anything uh other than sketchers but again that was part of why you know i never should have engaged in that is because her style although the the mellow portion the introverted person the kind person all of that i was attracted to but um but i knew that i wanted a little bit more kick in my pasta and she had that spice and that's fine again i'm not saying that because she didn't have it made it made her a bad person or whatever i just knew that from what i was attracted to that that part of it wasn't it so it sounds like again she found somebody who meshes well with who she is as a person and in the end that's all that matters so at this point, Skechers had moved out. I would check on her periodically and Moneybags was focused on the guy that she was talking to at this time and I guess moving. So she decided to move away from Northern Virginia and she moved in with her parents for a while and uh, she was there for a minute. So at this point in time, although I had minimal contact with both, it was just me. It was me in my apartment. I was working, wasn't really talking to anyone for real and usually you know when when you have this amount of time you tend to reflect on things and kind of play things back and see maybe how you could have done a few things differently i definitely felt a way about how everything went down um, but i don't think that i had the level of maturity to really dive into that and then take away the lessons learned that I needed. So there was no real work done during this period when it was just me. I was just alone and I wasn't really communicating with anybody on that kind of level. So instead, I kind of dove into business ventures. So I was like, all right, I have this time. I don't really have anyone in my space. So, you know, what business can I start? And I began to look at different things that I could do to bring in some more income streams. So that became my focus. Ironically, at the same time that I kind of separated from everyone, I had got a raise at work and it was like a $4,000 raise, which in most cases, you know, most people get like one, two, maybe 3%. So for, for me, 4,000 was, I was like, shit, it's about time. Y'all out here cheap, paying me in pennies. So I was happy to get paid in nickels, you know, cause that's how they, that's how they allow you to think. They, they pay you, you know, the, the scraps of pay so then when they give you a little a little bit more scraps you feel like oh i didn't i didn't came up mm -hmm. but i've always been you know uh ambitious i've always been entrepreneurial so at the same time i got this raise i still wanted to better myself in my career but i also wanted to look for as i said business opportunities so at the same time i was looking for business opportunities i was also studying for a certification in project management so i could you know, further expand my knowledge and my skill set to therefore make me more marketable in the open market should I, you know, decide to go look. So that was my focus for a few months, actually. And after that, I kind of, you know, being alone, you typically get into things that you wouldn't normally get into if you were not bored, right? So I got a little bored. And I hopped on the good old Tinder. So plenty of fish is still around at this point. But Tinder kind of has taken over the game a little bit. So now this is the point where Tinder is hot. No pun intended. That really was not on purpose. But anyway, so Tinder was, you know, the rave at this point. So I hopped on Tinder, got my swipe on. And there was this one particular woman that I matched with. She was an attractive woman. You know what I'm saying? She had a decent vibe about her. We messaged on the app for, for some time. 
And uh, we talked about a myriad of things. Because I was focused on my certification at this point, I didn't make any time, you know, to link up with her because I just wanted to focus on my certification. And then once I got that out of the way, then I could provide some time for her. So she said, you know, hey, after you finish your certification and you get it, which you will, then we will go out. And when we go out, it's on me. I'm sitting there reading that like technically that's a first date. So like if I don't do anything else, I always at least have the decency to pay for the first date, especially if it's me that invites you out. Like I just don't see how me not paying in that instance equals okay, right? Or equals right. So even though technically that would have been our first date, she in her mind had already decided that when I got my certification successfully, that she was taking me out. And I was like, damn, okay, I see you. So she immediately grabbed my attention by that alone. Now, I mean, the conversation and stuff was fine, but that right there, that right there got all my attention. And she became known as Shannon. All right, guys. So next episode, we're going to dive into more about me and Shannon. So don't go looking through my Instagram or my Twitters looking for Shannon. You won't find her. I mean, you may find a Shannon, but it ain't it ain't the real Shannon <laughs> or the fake Shannon. Whatever you, you get what I'm trying to say. If you guys have been rocking with me so far in season two, man, I would love to hear what you think about season two so far. Good and bad. I am me. Damn. Whoa. Did I just say I listen, y'all? I, I work with my team and it's all telework now. So we've been using I am and Skype and stuff like that. So I ain't talking about AOL. I ain't that old. But anyway, what I was trying to say is DM a few letters before DM me, tweet me. Let me know what you think about season two. And if you haven't done so already, share with a friend and a family member. Tell somebody about it and subscribe if you haven't done so. And one last thing, if you would be so kind as to rate it on Apple Podcasts, that would help me out a ton. And I would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, as always, be great, people. Me.